0: Hi, my name is Sydney, and I'm super excited for today's podcast collab. Hi, my name is Maya. I'm also super excited for today's podcast collab. Hi, my name is Talia, and
1: I am super excited to be here for this <laughs> podcast collab.
0: Yay! So, everyone, we love people who love fan fiction, and this guest like really loves fan fiction and fandom so much so that they host not one but two podcasts to gush over everything a fan can gush over. On their podcast they invite guests to entertain them with a wild rendition of their latest trip into fan fiction archives so of course we invited them to entertain them what we know best, us! Welcome Talia Franks from Into the Archives!
1: Hello, thank you, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. What is? Yeah, I'm so excited to be here to talk fanfic, to talk fanfiction, to talk fandom. It's so ex- it's so nice to be among like-minded people who understand Absolutely. the importance of fandom and fanfiction and just, like, who just get it. Like, it's so nice. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember being nine years old and like hiding in the basement the literal basement of my house on the desktop computer pretending I wasn't reading fan fiction and my mom would come downstairs and be like what are you doing and I would pull the plug out of the socket (laughs) literally pull the plug out of the socket so that she wouldn't see I had been reading fanfic.
0: Yeah, that feels like now whenever I get on, like I'm reading fanfiction on my phone and someone comes up behind me and you switch tabs really quick. You're just like, no.
1: Yeah, no, I would. uh, I mean, and now like my mom knows I read fanfic. She knows I have a whole podcast. She doesn't listen to it, but she follows on Instagram and likes all my posts.
0: Very nice. Uh, No, we have a, a running team with our parents that they keep asking us to like for the name of the podcast and we keep denying that from mm. them because we have like a couple episodes where we like fully talk about like sex and like smut fan fiction it's the last thing I need from my mother is to listen to that <laughs> yeah. same with your dad yeah you. yeah it's like kind of the last thing we need
1: yeah no my mom and I have a have an agreement where she just doesn't listen to any of my podcasts or anything They're she's nice. like I support you, but I'm not going to listen. Like, I'll follow your accounts. I'll mm-hmm. like the posts, like, to give you that like boost, but I'm not going to listen.
0: Yeah, I wish I had that. We did, like, our Halloween special episode, and we went to, like, a hotel that's nearby where we live. And, of course, like, I let my mother know that because I was living with her at the time, and I can't just be like, well, I'm leaving for the weekend. <laughs> I not tell her where I was going. So I was like, oh, yeah, Maya and I are doing this thing. We're going up to the hotel. And she's like, you have to let me listen to that. And I was like, no, I cannot, because then you'll know everything. (laughs) Yeah, no, my mom, my mom, when I was
1: so when I was a teenager, I remember I used to have so we had the desktop in the basement then I also had my own desktop computer in my bedroom. Um, But this was pre like. So this was like pre-Wi-Fi in Mm -hmm. like being able to connect to Wi-Fi on my desktop. So I had a little USB stick that I had to plug into my desktop to be able to connect the desktop to Wi-Fi. And so my mom would take the USB stick away (laughs) so that I wouldn't be able to connect to the Internet at night and wouldn't be able to use my computer at night. So what I would do was I would open the fanfic in a bunch of tabs and I would have a bunch of chapters open in a bunch of tabs
0: oh okay I see and then I would
1: close the tabs one by one as I finished a chapter that's
0: so smart
1: and I would have it open in a different de- I would have two desktops open so I'd have one desktop open that looked empty so it would mm-hmm. look like the desktop was empty and I didn't have anything open but then I
0: would open, but then the other desktop was full of all these open tabs. That's pretty genius, not gonna lie. I was That's so, next thing thinking to read fan fiction. I was very, I was very sneaky. Very fun. Okay, well, getting into, can you tell us a little bit about um, your podcast? We'll start with Into the Archives, and then later we'll talk about Wimbly Wombly, Timey Tom- Wimey. Um, you know, in the most simplest, you know, briefest terms, something that would, you know, Give a clear um, explanation of what you talk to your guests about.
1: Yeah, so basically every episode I have a different guest on. It's a monthly podcast, so every month I have a different guest on, and sometimes it's one guest, sometimes it's two guests. Like y'all are gonna be on <laughs> next month's episode, <laughs> my March episode, um, very fun, which is actually my year, or my um my annual. Uh, reunion anniversary? Whatever, whatever the word is, anniversary. My one year anniversary. That's so yeah. exciting. So it's one year into the archives in March, um, and so basically the general format um, is that I have my guest or guests on, and I talk to them, do a cute little interview about you know their relationship to fanfic and fan fiction. And then we talk a little bit about that, talk about the relationships with fandom. And then in the second half of the episode, I retell um, one of my favorite fanfics that I've read recently. And usually it's in one of the fandoms that I'm most conversant in. So it's typically Doctor Who, Good Omens, BBC Merlin, or Harry Potter, or okay. MCU um, is another one that I've done a lot of. Mm-hmm. So those are the fandoms that I'm that I read the most fanfic in. So those ones that I tend to talk the most about. Um, I've also had a few episodes that are sort of outside that realm. I had a episode with hashtag Ruthless, uh, Lark and Jesse who do um, the Gaily Prophet. And escape from reality, and then they also do a um, patron-only podcast. We are the Gayers. Um, okay. So those are podcasts about Harry Potter, the Simon Snow series, and Buffy the mm-hmm. Vampire Slayer, respectively. Um, and so uh, we had a sort of longer, free-form conversation about um, fan fiction and also trans representation in fan fiction, and specifically the importance of that in Harry Potter. Um, mm-hmm. because uh, JK Rowling ain't shit <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about that <laughs> <laughs> you know as a trans non-binary person I just want to mm-hmm. say I love a lot of things about Harry Potter and none yeah. of them are JK Rowling oh, sure. anyway aside um <laughs> and then I also had a bonus episode um with uh delia gallegos um of the uh who watch time and relative blackness in space and also nerds are typing both black girls create um projects um and i had an episode with her that was a bonus episode sort of just about fan fiction in general um it was actually one of my first episodes which was really fun um and so that was a more free form episode um and then also our episode is going to be a bit more um, a bit free form and a bit more about um, a more general fan fiction episode as well. Um, but most episodes do take that interview first half um, and retelling second half format. Okay. And then um, also I do have my Patreon um, has a lot of extended cuts of episodes. Um, not every episode has an extended cut um but a handful of my episodes have extended cuts Mm -hmm. where sometimes in some of my recordings i end up having extra time with a guest so i'll tell them a second fic or uh we just end up going on a lot of tangents um so i'll cut out a lot of like about half of our conversation and stick it in an extended cut for my patrons but not all of my conversations go that long so i don't always have an extended cut but i'd say Mm -hmm. probably about half of my episodes End up getting extended cuts that put on that get put on Patreon.
0: Okay, very nice. And you also write fan fiction—the ones you kind of said before, Harry Potter, Doctor Who, Go- Good Omens. So, what is your relationship to fan fiction reading and writing, and then starting a whole podcast about it?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I started reading fan fiction when I was nine years old. I started reading <laughs> um, Draco and Ginny fan fiction.
0: How did you find fanfiction at nine? I was. I feel like it wasn't even allowed on the internet at nine.
1: I mean, so my grandmother, bless her soul, <laughs> may she rest in peace, um, <laughs> was not... I, I spent a lot of time with her because my mom was a grad student. Um, okay. She was like... My mom worked like over 100 hours a week. She was mm-hmm. not... Uh, she was she worked so hard she got like literally she was like a full-time grad student she got her PhD when I was like 14 I think so my mom okay. worked like super hard single mom fantastic love her so much mm-hmm. um so I spent a lot of time growing up with my grandparents and my grandparents are great but they're you know they were older and went to bed early
0: mm. and
1: basically just let me do my own thing okay um <laughs> Didn't really... Just gave me free reign to do whatever I wanted on the internet. My grandmother was like, here's a computer. You can use it better than I do. <laughs> do what you want. And I I love my grandmother. Um, that was not the most responsible thing to do with a kid.
0: Sure. Um, <laughs> you definitely think that ch- children should have um, some sort of supervision while they're on the internet at all times. Yeah.
1: yeah no, no, I... No. So the reason my mom oh my hates fan fiction or she oh. hate fan fiction, but the reason she was not happy about me reading fan fiction is because she caught me when I was, so I only read for the record. I knew that I was not <laughs> supposed to be reading things that were adult. Okay. I was, I was a very like pure like child. I only mm-hmm. read things that were rated G because I was aware okay. of the fact that I was 10 years old and I should nine, 10 years old, and I should not be reading things above my age level.
0: Okay. However,
1: some people do not rate their fics appropriately. And so no. me, my 10 year old self didn't realize that fan fiction was a bad thing. I was at my mom's work and I was reading a fic that was rated G for the record. <laughs> <laughs> um but the title was the deflowering of Ginny Weasley <laughs> oh.
0: oh and oh, my mom no. caught me
1: reading it
0: oh. and she was
1: like what the fuck are you reading
0: <laughs> oh no and she didn't say
1: that because we were at because we were literally so she was like I said she was a full-time grad student mm-hmm. so we were like in her lab like we
0: were oh, at my God. her
1: job we were at the university where she was working like studying what a horrid like, place to find this out fully on the computer like it like just reading this fanfic I didn't know
0: there's anything I was 10 I was 10 <laughs> anyway well I mean like good on you for sticking to G, because I feel like when I started reading fanfiction I was like the things I'm not supposed to look at Ooh. <laughs> like, the things that I was like mm-hmm, I'm not supposed to be looking here I think by the time I was 12, I had
1: graduated towards pretending I was 18. Okay. <laughs> I, like by the time I was 12, I was like, uh, fuck this, only reading Rita G shit. I'm going to yeah. pretend I was born in 1986.
0: <laughs> we always did that. We bumped our age up a little bit. We're setting up for Facebook and saying that we're 22. Okay, at like 13 or something, we're like, yeah.
1: No, I waited. Um, I waited to sign up for Facebook until I was I think you can't sign up until for Facebook until you're 13 so I waited until I was 14 to sign up for Facebook. Okay. Like I was very by the book in all things except for like in all things except for signing up for fanfic accounts.
0: I feel like I was a very peer pressurable child. Like when I was in allergy school people were like, "I already have a Facebook account." What are you talking about? And I was like, "Yeah, no, I totally do too." And then would go sign up like that day when I was like Ten or something like I was very peer pressurable.
1: Yeah, no, I was. I do not. I don't <laughs> think I was peer pressurable. I don't know. Yeah, so yeah. I was. I was a very precocious teenager. We're just gonna. We're just gonna go mm-hmm. with
0: that. Yeah. So then, how did you start writing fan fiction, and then later starting your uh, own I podcast? Writing that? my
1: own fan fiction. I, as soon as I started oh. reading it. Um,
0: oh, okay.
1: Uh, I think. I wrote a let's see I, I wrote some truly terrible fan fiction under a different username that yeah I'm not going to tell you what it is
0: um, yeah we've it's all been still, okay.
1: it's still public but it's it's up there and I wrote it actually for a school I it's kind of funny I wrote it for a school assignment in the sixth grade huh. um and uh and I, then I went and published it but yeah I was always I was always <laughs> writing fanfic um, I started out with Harry Potter fanfic, also mm-hmm. wrote some Twilight fanfic in my day.
0: Very nice. Very um, nice.
1: so I wrote, wrote Harry Potter fanfic, wrote Twilight fanfic, I wrote some Shadow fanfic. Yes, um, those,
0: yeah, those all three kind of collide together at one point, don't they?
1: Yeah, but I've, like, read and written kind of all across the spectrum. Um, I, uh... Nowadays, I mostly read and write Doctor Who and Good Omens and Harry okay. Potter. Although I do have some Shadowhunters fic percolating in the back of my brain because I've started okay. I've started rereading the Shadowhunters books. Um mm-hmm. so I'm planning on I have some like Malick fic that's like sort of like dancing in the back of my brain, but I want to finish rereading all the Shadowhunters books before I settle on writing any of
0: it. Okay, that's going to be difficult because she just keeps writing books. She like, does just no,
1: keep writing books.
0: There's just no end in sight for that woman.
1: But I mean, she started out in fanfic, so
0: you got to respect she it. Did. She did start out writing Harry Potter fanfic, so she's one of the few that got out <laughs> and started writing original stuff.
1: I mean, I've been writing original stuff almost as long as I've been writing fanfic, honestly. Okay. Yeah, I write original yeah. stuff. I write, I write poetry, short stories. I've been working on a novel for a while. Actually, the the st- the name for my biggest fic, a trio of tricksters, was uh-huh. originally the name of a novel that I wrote. Okay, um, but it was a shitty novel, but it was a good title. Oh. Um, so that's I decided good. to steal the title of the novel for the title of my fanfic.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And then, so your podcast, what got you you know interested in doing something like into the archives?
1: Well, so Into the Archives is funny. So I um, have always thought of myself as a storyteller. So I'm constantly telling stories and retelling stories. Um, One of my favorite classes I took in college and grad school. uh, Well, So my last year of college was my first year of grad school. So I constantly say college and grad school. So that's that's what's going on if I say that. Um, So my favorite class that I took, um, one of my favorite classes that I took during that year was um, classical myths told and retold. Um, And that class was all about how different, how a lot of the myths are constantly told and retold. And it it was about storytelling and about how we tell the same stories over and over again. Mm -hmm. And like the power in that, in the power in telling the same stories over and Mm -hmm. over again, and the power in telling the same stories over and over again in different ways, which I just loved that class so much. Um, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, so anyway, but the point is, um, one of the things that I do is I'm constantly getting together with friends and retelling stories that I've read,
0: Okay.
1: in particular fanfics.
0: Um, yeah. And
1: so I'd gotten together, it was New Year's, and I'd gotten together with a bunch of my Doctor Who friends, and I was retelling them this Harry Potter fanfic that I'd read. And it was one of those fics that's just like a wild ride from start to finish, Mm -hmm. and it was um i haven't actually retold this fic on into the archives yet but it was just like because it's just so long it's um that that particular fic is i think like over a million words it's just a really really long fic like it took me i think like over an hour to retell the entire thing to my friends and like it was like and also it was like a huge group of us. It was like, it was like mm-hmm. probably like 10 or 12 different people on the call. And like, it was all like this whole like interactive storytelling experience. And we were all talking to each other. and It was just like really lively. And this was like a group of friends that we'd all been talking. And like, uh, it was just a really creative group of people and they'd all been encouraging me. And we'd all been talking about how I'd been wanting to start a podcast for a while and we hadn't quite and i hadn't quite settled on what i wanted my podcast to be about like i had mm-hmm. been toying with the idea of making a um, doctor who podcast i've been toying with the idea of making a percy jackson podcast and eventually they were like well you're such a great storyteller you're so passionate about fan fiction why don't you make a fanfic podcast and i was like you know what that's a great idea. And I was like, especially if I had a different guest on every month, because I was like, I know mm-hmm. so many great people, so many creative people, so many people who are engaged with fandom and interested in fanfic. And there are so many people that I don't even know. Because so I was like, well, on the one hand, there's so many people I know who'd be a good who would be good to have as guests. But on the other hand, there's even so many people that I don't even know yet that I would love to yeah. meet and love to engage with like y'all. Um, <laughs> who I would love to have on as guest. Yeah.
0: Because
1: um, I was like, it's an opportunity to, like, get to have conversations with people that I know and love. And it's an opportunity to meet new people. Mm-hmm. And overall, it's just an opportunity to have
0: conversations
1: about these beautiful stories that I love. And so that's what got me really excited about the podcast um, nice. and about the project.
0: I know it's definitely probably our favorite part is talking to like other fan fiction authors because mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, talking to individuals who like the same things as you. And it might not be the same niche or the same fandom, but like at the end of the day, we're all striving for the same thing. And at least for me, I don't know about Maya, but at least for me, like I had never really known another fan fiction author, like IRL, until I had met Maya. So like talking to all these other fan fiction authors has been like truly one of the best parts
1: I had met other people okay. people previous.
0: Did they were they your friends?
1: Yeah, yeah. They were, they were my friends in real life, and it was. It, it took a little bit, but we eventually were yeah. like,
0: "Oh, you, you you also, all, you also write." Oh, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Doc. You want me to read? that? cool. Yeah, of course. Cool. You want a beta for you? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No worries. Yeah, man, I got you. So that's the very fun part about that. But you also have like another huge um fandom that you're a part of and you even made you know a second podcast about it wibbly wibbly wobbly timey wimey the doctor who podcast yes um uh,
1: the wibbly wobbly timey wimey podcast
0: yes that's such a tongue twister i like cannot say it the right for the first time
1: yeah you can just call it wibbly pod okay (laughs) that's what all our social media is
0: very cool. Um. So yeah, you have the Wibbly pod. And so was that just the correct next step for you in terms of your fandom journey with Doctor Who, like fan fiction writer to podcast host? I mean, Doctor Who has been in my
1: life since like 2010. I've been watching Doctor Who. So well over a decade now. Um, Doctor Who has been my favorite TV show. I've been in love with this series um i mean i uh me and my friend lucia were discussing the potential um for making a doctor who podcast um honestly almost as long as i'd been thinking of doing into the archives um lucia was one of my first guests for into the archives um she was on episode three And that was actually a little bit of a test case um, for whether or not we thought we'd have good chemistry um, for being co hosts for Wibbly Wobbly. And Lucia is Lucia Kelly. She's my co host for um, the Wibbly Wobbly podcast. And yeah, and so we just really hit it off. Her episode of Into the Archives is only half an hour long um, because I cut a lot of it down, but we actually talked for almost two hours um lucia and i can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk until the day is long (laughs) um she's actually uh gonna be beta reading some of my fanfics um we were just texting about it earlier tonight and uh yeah she lives in melbourne which is this time of year a 16 hour time difference but yeah sometimes like she'll stay up until like 2 a.m to talk and i'll wake up at like 4 a.m to talk
0: Um, yeah,
1: just because Mm -hmm. it's kind of impossible to find a reasonable Mm
0: time,
1: reasonable hour to have a conversation, but it's worth it. Um, because we just uh love talking about the same things, most of which is Doctor Who, but we'll also talk about Good Omens. She's trying real hard to get me to watch The Hundred. Um, we talk (laughs) about Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Yeah. The 100 is a very good show. Granted, I have not seen the final season, but what I have seen of it, I enjoyed greatly. So you should, I listen to her advice. Well, she told me not to watch the final season, so. Oh, damn. Was it bad? (laughs) Oh, no. Just
1: just listen. Yeah.
0: Damn. Okay. Well, maybe it was a good thing that I skipped the last season. But you started this podcast um, with a co-host, what made you want to add that second podcast to your roster since you already had one, and I already you know from us having one podcast is hard enough, <laughs> but having two, I feel like it would be like no go, like I wouldn't be able to do anything else.
1: part of it was that yeah. I decided to add the second podcast to my roster before I knew how much work the first podcast would be
0: <laughs> mm, okay, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> but second is that. Um, I think my podcasts are potentially less work than yours. Okay. Because my into the archives is only once a month. Hen mm-hmm. Wibbly Wobbly is seasonal, so and only releases okay. every two weeks. So we're not a weekly podcast. Um, okay, we release okay. every two weeks, and we pre-record everything. We don't record and then release immediately um so for instance so we're currently releasing season two um but season two is already all recorded and we're starting to record season three already okay um so we pre-record everything and then release it um two weeks ahead of time wibbly wobbly is actually very true to its name um so it's very wibbly wobbly timey wimey because what we do is we release. Really, so we're a rewatch podcast so we're starting mm-hmm. with the 2005 revival t- of Doctor Who um so we c- watched all of season 1 and then we watched then we watched series 14 live so okay. Uh, we did reaction episodes to all of series 14 also known as flux and then we did see and then we started season two so we watched the first episode uh so we watched the christmas special um from 2005 which was the first episode of our season two and then we did a bonus episode which was the two 2000- thousand 22, um, new year special,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then we went back to doing our season two.
0: Okay,
1: so now we're doing the rest of our season two. Um, but, um, so basically, we're a rewatch podcast and we're doing it mostly in linear order, but every now and then we do bonus episodes, watching which are reaction episodes to the live um to the episodes that are coming out currently so we estimate that it's going to take us roughly five or six years to get caught up to where the show is currently not accounting for new episodes coming out yeah so like new episodes are gonna so like new episodes are gonna come out and we're gonna be reacting to new episodes Mm
0: -hmm. so like
1: it may very well be like 10 years before we're fully caught up
0: wow so basically i don't want to say never say never but would you ever go back to the like very first first ever season of Doctor Who and do those or are you just sticking with the modern Doctor Who
1: well so the other thing is is that we will eventually be starting a Patreon um, mm. and when we do start our Patreon we are probably going to be doing bonus episodes and it is okay. likely that we are going to make um, some bonus episode content I'm not sure what that bonus episode content is going to be. Mm-hmm. As of yet, it is it is undecided whether or not we will uh, we will be doing classic Who as proper episode content or bonus episode content.
0: Okay. Have you watched the classic Doctor Who episodes before? Um. Yes, yeah, I have seen a
1: fair few classic Doctor Who episodes. Um, They're very uh different. Not bad, just different.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I started watching Doctor Who. Have you ever seen Doctor Who?
1: Yeah.
0: You have? All right. Well, I've seen the,
1: the revival. I've, s- I've seen a handful of episodes from way back when, mm-hmm. the original. And I think you're right. It is different, but that's also like a, an aging
0: thing. Sure. Because but- they came out in the 80s? 60s. It started in 1960s. Damn. Okay. (laughs) It's about to have its 60th
1: anniversary next year.
0: Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, because I only watched Doctor Who from the revival up to like, basically when Rose left. Because then I just felt detached, and I was like, I can't do this without her. I hate Rose. Really? I
1: hate Rose. She's the worst. She's absolutely the worst. I
0: didn't hate her,
1: but I wasn't in love with
0: her. She's terrible. Okay, well, I was also like, fifteen when I watched it, so maybe I'd have different opinions on her as an adult. But mm-hmm. I watched her when I was like fifteen, and I was like, okay, yeah, no,
1: Rose is awful.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> Just me. I'm um, sorry. But yeah, I'm I'm have sorry me...
1: to rag on.
0: No, rose, it's okay. I'm not a die Rose stan,ny so you're fine. <laughs> but no, that's like the, all the, I know.
1: The Rose stands. Do not like me.
0: Damn, I didn't know there was like stands for each of the There are so it's many Rose games. stands on,
1: and I feel like I alienate them every episode.
0: Damn, okay.
1: <laughs> I mean I try not to be too critical of her. So yeah. it's not that I hate Rose, it's that I think that her characterization is wildly inconsistent. Okay. So Sometimes she's written as a teenager, and sometimes she's written like she's 35, and it's so inconsistent. And it's like, if she was consistently written like she was 19, that would be fine. If she was consistently written like she was 25, that would be fine. It's the fact that she's not consistently written as either, that's the problem. Mm, okay. Okay, Like, her characterization and the way she reacts to things, like, even within a single episode, is so unrealistic. And also, there's a real problem where Rose is often, there's this idea, like, you're supposed to see Rose as being, like, the text, the show tells you that Rose is, like, very down to earth, that she's very working class, that she's very understanding of people, that she's very nurturing, that she's very like, it tells you all these things about her. And so it's constantly telling you things about Rose, right? And then it's constantly showing you things that are completely different.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Like, and it's just I mean, we talk about it in the show and I, and like, uh-huh. I don't want to turn this into the wibbly wobbly timey wimey podcast.
0: I mean, this is your episode. You can turn it <laughs> into whatever you
1: want. Um, but anyway, so those are all things. But I'm just saying, like, it's constantly telling you things about Rose, and then it's constantly showing you completely different things about Rose.
0: Then who is your favorite companion? Martha. Do you Martha and
1: Yaz are my favorite companions.
0: Bill okay.
1: And Bill. Martha and Yaz. <laughs> <and Bill. laughs> are all great i love them all so much
0: well at least you have the ones that you love i like truly don't remember anything about doctor who damn i guess i have to start what? start listening to the podcast because i don't remember anything
1: it's okay you don't make doctor who you're living like i do i literally yeah. i literally get paid to write articles about doctor who
0: yeah that's that's fair i do not i do not get paid to do that so you were in fandom long before both either of your podcasts um, you know, what have been y- your thoughts, as you said, you're about to come up on a year of doing um, at least Into the Archives. So what have been your thoughts on fandom as you have watched it progress? You know, has talking to the people featured on your podcast changed how you thought about fans, fan fiction, fandom?
1: It's made me uh, definitely see fandom with a wider lens, because definitely as I've gotten to see as I've gotten to talk to different guests um, who are in a variety of different fandoms than me who are different ages than me and so got to experience different eras in fandom at different life stages that was that was that's definitely been interesting for me because definitely it's it's definitely interesting to see how to see how fandom has progressed through the lens of of others. I definitely have um, grown to appreciate other fandoms as well. Like I said, I've definitely I've definitely felt like my fandom has become a lot more insular over the years. Sure. Um, and so I've been glad, um, with the with the opportunity that the podcasts have given me to talk to more people and open it up, especially with the um with the pandemic and not being able to see people in person as much. It's been it's been great yeah. to be able to talk to more people, at least online, and get to know their experiences and get to hear from them.
0: Yeah. So and then kind of on that same thought process, um, you, you know, talk to a lot of people on your podcast who are kind of looking at fandom and not so much fan fiction, but you can say fan fiction with like um, a lens. And we've come a long way from the start of modern fan fiction in like the 60s but are there any other criticisms of fan fiction and fandom that you think that we still need to take steps towards
1: you know i'm not sure that there's anything that i've talked about on the podcast specifically um like i said before most of what i've talked about on the podcast with my guests is talking about uh talking about with my guests their personal relationship mm-hmm. with fandom and talking about specific fan fiction episodes uh specific fan fiction stories during my episodes so we actually um haven't gotten a chance to talk about in any of my episodes the general culture surrounding fan fiction and fandom during a lot of my episodes uh most of what We've talked about is personal experiences, so I haven't gotten the chance to truly explore any. I haven't really had a discussion about what sort of changes um, might be needed. Mm-hmm. I think if I was going to think about it, it's something interesting to think about because, like, fan fiction has grown so much just because of the way that the internet has grown
0: mm-hmm. and if you
1: think about the way that the internet has grown and the way that media and culture has grown like we're all still so new at this like, yeah we're all still so like the internet and media is still so new like if you think about it smartphones like are still like a new, like the iphone i'm pretty sure was invented in like 2007 yeah that was only 15 years ago Mm -hmm. the iPhone can't even drive
0: no (laughs) it doesn't even get a driver's license yet yeah the
1: iPhone can't even get a driver's license
0: so like
1: if we think about how new all of this is like we're still like we're still learning we're still growing like there's Mm -hmm. still so much potential here so I think that's the thing that we need to remember is like there's still so much potential and for that we need to give each other and give ourselves grace sure. for the capacity to make mistakes. Okay. Like, nothing is going to ever be perfect and especially not now. Like everyone's gonna fuck up. Everything's gonna be messed up at some point. <laughs> like we're clueless we're stumbling around we don't know what we're doing (laughs) and i think like we have to be careful and we have to do things with intention and we have to like like not be thoughtless in how we act but also like give each other grace in our interactions and you know like i feel like there's often so much infighting in online spaces and I feel yeah. like just assuming good intent on all sides, especially in such a heavily text-based community, when there's just so little space for the ability to account for tone. Sure. I think it's important to, to think about that. And also, especially when you think about how things become permanent so easily. Yeah. Because the internet is forever. Yes. once you publish something, you can't take it back. Even if you edit something, like, the original is still there. And, like, if you think about, you tweet something, and you can correct it in the replies, but so few people read past the first tweet, you know? So, it's like, internet culture, in general, is such a cesspool.
0: It truly is. (laughs) (laughs) It truly truly is.
1: I think just giving people grace okay, and allowing for the capacity to make mistakes because this is all still so new and still growing and just the capacity allow for the capacity to evolve. Fanfiction is about retelling stories in our own way and so it's not always going to be How we want it, but I think it's the community effort that makes it that much better. And now I feel like I've just been on a complete soapbox. I'm not sure if
0: any of that makes sense. No, that was actually very beautifully put. The giving people, like, yeah, you're right, Grace. Like, I feel like people come after each other so easily, like with a hair trigger that, you know, being in a space where, like, we're just all trying to have fun here. Um, I think is a very, very good way to look at fandom as a community. So that, I think that was perfect.
1: Yeah. I mean, half the time when I show up to a space, I'm just there to have a good time. I'm just there uh, for yes. the vibes. Like 110%, I'm here for the vibes.
0: Yeah. You like this show. I like this show. We. I'm just here to have fun. That's it. Yeah. Um. So, so like, I think, sorry, I
1: was just going to say- no, I think that's really the difference between my podcasts and why I like having two of them. Okay. Cause for into the archives, it's very much I'm here for the vibes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. 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 For Wibbly Wobbly, it's very much I'm here for the analysis.
0: <laughs> sure, that's fair. Well, I mean if I, to, if
1: I wanted to yeah, if I wanted to distill my podcasts, it's into the archives, I'm here for the vibes. <laughs> Wibbly yeah. wobbly, I'm here for the analysis. <laughs> That's and perfect.
0: Like, Those are perfect taglines. I will say, that said, Wibbly
1: Wobbly in general, Lucia is there, is very much the analysis one, and I'm very much the vibes one.
0: Yeah, okay, like,
1: okay. If we had to, if we had to, like, we're both very, like, we're both, like, we open everything with Lucia's, the expert on applied analysis, and I'm okay. media critic and fanfic enthusiast
0: very Um, nice and
1: and then we also like add on like an extra thing related to the episode um Mm -hmm. but like it's very much it's very like it's very much a push and pull of lucia is like we're both very analytical very critical of the of the text of the show but i feel like lucia is much Mm -hmm. more likely to deep dive into analysis and I'm mm-hmm. much more likely to be like, it's magic. Let's go for the vibes. Exactly. <laughs> and Lucia's Who like, cares? no, it has to have a point.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's very good.
1: But then but then, occasionally Lucia will turn it back on me and be like, ha, I thought you said you were in it for the vibes.
0: <laughs> when i get like stuck on something yep 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 isn't that how all friends are though
1: yeah it's definitely how all friends are
0: yeah um so you know if someone is listening to this and you know are thinking oh i want to go listen to your podcast and they want to walk over to you know you could do for both uh wibbly pod and into the archives you know Out of all of yours, is there one episode that you should really turn them to? To say, like, this is the episode that is going to start you off on the right foot into showing you what our podcast is all about.
1: Yeah, let me think. I think if you wanted to listen to for Into the Archives, I would say you probably want to start with either episode two, which is the episode I did with Lucia. Which is Alternate Universes, Awkward Romances, and Plenty of Penguins featuring Lucia Kelly, um, which is a Good Omens story. Um, Then there's also Episode 7, A Wibbly Wobbly MCU with Ty Gooden, which is a Doctor Who and MCU story. Very nice. And then if you want a BBC Merlin story, um, there's The Wonderful World of AUs with Donnelly Jamna, which is Episode 6. And then if you want a Harry Potter story, um, there's my most recent episode, which is Queer Platonic Time Buddies with Kay Alexandra Mills. I think that's an episode from Every Fandom that I've
0: talked about. Very nice. That's I wanted, perfect. To, give, so, I wanted to
1: give you an episode from every fandom <laughs> that I've
0: talked about. No, that's perfect. So <laughs> and then any. I also you know,
1: Sorry. And then I just want to say, I also highly recommend my special episode, queer mm-hmm. and Trans Representation in Fan Fiction and Media, featuring hashtag yep. Ruthless, which is episode four.
0: Very nice. Yeah, so if you, and you know, you're going, oh, I like Good Omens the best. You can go check out the Good Omens episode. If you're like, I like Harry Potter the best, go check out the Harry Potter episode. Um, perfect. So, you know, what is next for your podcast? What's on the horizon for your podcast?
1: Well, the directly yep. next thing for Into the Archives is my one-year anniversary, is... Yama Yay! Yama. Um, and so for Into the Archives, I'm going to continue to have just monthly guests every, epi- every month. Occasionally, I do take some months off, just when things get super overwhelming. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I've, like... I've had a few deaths in my family, so there's yeah. been a couple times when I've taken months off Um, just because it's been um, super overwhelming and I've had to take some time off from the podcast. So uh just because, you know, we're living under the crushing weight of a global nope. pandemic and sometimes two podcasts and a job and mm-hmm. like living in the world that we live in is too
0: much <laughs> yep, but, which is why we are um uh, very appreciative that you are here on ours today <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it is
1: it is a thing that i am doing um and then my other podcast wobbly, wobbly oh i forgot uh wobbly, wobbly uh i forgot to give you the the key episodes so Wibbly wobbly, wobbly I would say if you wanted to jump in, there's a few good jump in points for Wibbly Wobbly. I would say you could either jump in with the first episode, Rose, um, which is covering Rose, the first episode of season one. Perfect. Um, <laughs> but like that episode, gonna say not like our greatest episode because we were still figuring ourselves out. <laughs> um, but if you wanna talk about the most recent season of Doctor Who, I highly recommend um, listening to our series of mini-sodes on Doctor Who Flux. Um, And um, then if you want to just get, like, sort of a taste uh, for our flow, you know, what our usual styles of episodes are like, then, honestly, uh, we don't actually have a, like, all of our episodes are pretty similar, um, okay. for season one and season two so if you don't want to go from like start to finish and start from the beginning I highly recommend just dropping in on whatever is your favorite episode from season from series one of Doctor Who or series two of Doctor Who as we've gotten up to it I will say um, the later on you listen, the better we've gotten as podcasters. Yes. (laughs) Um, because we've gotten better into the flow of Mm -hmm. being co-hosts with each other. So I will say that the flux episodes and the Eve of the Daleks episode are better because we've just we have better chemistry as hosts Mm -hmm. because we've gotten into the flow of talking to each other better.
0: Um
1: so I will say our more our those more recent episodes are better. But I think Honestly, uh, my best advice of any of the like rewatch or recap episode, re- rewatch or reaction episodes that we've had so far, just listen to them. Listen to the one that's your favorite episode and give us a shot.
0: Perfect, awesome. So, do you want to have anything to plug?
1: Yes. Um. So I would say just check us out wibbly wobbly we are at wibbly pod on instagram twitter and tumblr um you can also find us at wibbly wobbly that's w-i-b-b-l-y-w-o-b-b-l-y-t-i-m-e-y-m-w-i-m-e-y Net. it's a full. that's totally fine a lot of letters all at once and then into the archives is archives pod on twitter instagram and facebook i'm terrible at using facebook <laughs> um and then uh, it's into the archives the reason I'm plugging the websites is because I have transcripts for all of my episodes for both of my podcasts.
0: Very the transcripts nice. transcripts
1: take a really long time to make, so I'd really well, appreciate yeah. it if you actually
0: looked at them. Yeah, very nice, though, to have those for, you know, people who have hard of hearing. Absolutely. Even though it is a lot of work.
1: I mean, they're they're good for me, too, to reference them. Okay. Also, if you go to wibblywobblytimeywimey.net, which I can't spell, but you should go there anyway. <laughs> um, I also have a few blog posts about Doctor
0: Who. Um,
1: Very nice. I'm trying to write more, but I haven't gotten around to it. Also, you can find me, Talia Franks, at Talia underscore Franks on Twitter and Instagram. I also have a Facebook page that I... Don't use. <laughs> um, and you can find my website at taliafranks.com or wordforsense.com. Um, that's W-O-R-D-F-O-R-S-E-N-S-E.com or taliafranks.com, T-A-L-I-A-F-R-A-N-K-S.com. Either one will lead you to my website, Word for Sense and Other Stories, which has my portfolio, links to all my essays and articles and poems, and I've written some stuff about Doctor Who. I've written some stuff about Harry Potter. I've written a lot of poetry. I've done some translations. All sorts of fun stuff. Also, just a lot of blog posts about witchy stuff and fan fiction and things of that nature. Very Um, cool. I also have a Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash Talia Franks. Please, very nice. Give me money.
0: Okay, that's the goal.
1: I've also been on some panels and podcasts, and there's links to that. I'm gonna beat. When's this episode coming out?
0: Um, it is coming out the 18th.
1: Okay. Well, this is coming out during Gallifrey One, but if you are at Gallifrey One right now. I'm
0: there too. <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah, so I think I am depending on... I think this might be coming out the day of my panel. Um, but I'm going to be on a panel at Gallifrey One. This may or may not be coming out the same day I'm on a panel. I should really know what day my panel is. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to be on a panel at Gallifrey One. No, it's not coming out. I'm going to be on a panel Tomorrow. <laughs> February 19th nice. at 1pm PST at Gallifrey 1 at Huvian Creators of Color. So if you're at Gallifrey 1, 32nd to midnight, be there or be square.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being on we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us especially yeah. since we know um that you you know had some difficulties like passings and stuff like that but we really appreciate you coming on and talking about fanfiction with us uh,
1: i appreciate being here i'm so excited that you had me yeah i'm so excited for you to be on my podcast too. yes
0: so if you guys are listening to this in the month of march our episode will be coming out but if you're listening to it in April check out Into the Archives. Um, check it out now, and then you'll get to see us in March when we, our episode is out.
1: Wait, I thought this was coming out in February.
0: Yeah, did I say that month wrong? Yeah, you said it wrong. You said it uh, was The archive episode with Into the
1: Archives. Is in March. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whoops. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Canonically Incorrect. You can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr and TikTok and Instagram. Um, you can email us your fanfiction recommendations. And if you are a fanfiction author who would like to be interviewed on our podcast, email us at canonicallyincorrectpod at gmail.com. If you liked us, if you liked the episode, if you think we deserve um, a little something to keep the podcast going, help to get new equipment, that kind of stuff, make a donation at ko canonically canonicallyincorrect. Rate review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify and any other podcasting platform tag your fix accordingly donate to ao3 (laughs) goodbye